Circuit Cast with your host, Mark Amory. No my, hearty my. Welcome to the pod. This week we're going to be talking on the phone to moving image artist Janine Randerson about her work in a rather interesting looking program of new and recent work by some great local artists that she's co-curated with Circuit for the upcoming New Zealand International Film Festival entitled Place Unmaking. And on the blower from Auckland I've got Janine. Kia ora Janine. Kia ora Mark, how are you? Yeah, not too bad here. Sunny after a cold start here in Wellington. I'd like to start our conversation about your own work and particularly let's start with this film that is in this upcoming film festival program called Seawater and Dust, which as I understand was filmed over a year in the Mangere Inlet of the Manukau Harbour. Could you tell us a little bit about the project? Yes, this project started with some 40-year-old 16mm black and white film stock which I'd been wondering what to do with for a while and also the fact that I'd been working on quite a lot of projects which had been outside of my local area so I was wanting to make something that was close to home and something that would be appropriate for this slightly decaying film stock. So I started to work with cameraman Ian Powell on documenting some of the changes that were happening around Onihanga, where I live, and the Mangari Inlet. Basically the old Mangari Bridge, which has been there for about almost 100 years, is about to be dismantled. So I always had this idea of of a film shot that travelled along the old Mangari Bridge, documenting the rich social ecology, which is part of the bridge now that it's not used as access to the motorway anymore in Auckland. So it's mainly used for fishing and for cycling and for hanging out and it is beginning to crumble though so it's been condemned for some time. And the other thing that's happening around there is there is an artificial beach being constructed along Orpheus Drive so it's a big landscape project that is actually building a new outcrop of land onto the edge of the harbour. I'm quite interested in documenting both the end of the bridge and then the beginning of this new patch of land. This project, I understand the soundtrack comes from your work with the council environmental scientists? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So on the one side there's this quite analogue material and that that visual documentation is that sort of material decay and then the other part of it was quite a, a digital process of working with senior environmental scientists and they installed a monitor for water quality one of the marine markers in the harbour quite close to the bridge and that was actually quite an exciting process of going out with them in a rubber dinghy onto the harbour and they had to dive underneath and cable tie on this instrument and then over several months we collected the water quality data and so I was interested in, in how you know, the ebb and flow from the Mangari sewerage plants, how the impact of that landscape construction was going to affect the water quality and to see what kind of patterns could be monitored and then interpreted into the sound composition for the work. Now this is something you've done quite a lot in previous work, incorporated different visual and oral ways of including scientific monitoring data. What you, I, I'm interested in what you're trying to reveal to us through doing that. It's a way of opening a conversation, I think, about what's happening 
in the harbour from different kinds of perspectives. So one is from the scientific understandings of what we can know about a place and then there's also other layers of understanding that comes from the people who fish or the people who use the environment. Can I come back to the old 40-year-old film stock, the black and white film stock that I, I believe is kind of failing and some of its emulsion? Why the film stock? Why was it relevant to this project? I think I wanted to talk about fragility and so the, that film stock seemed quite appropriate to the material qualities I wanted to talk about, about the site of the the movement of the material of the soil and the dust in the air produced by the trucks and the seawater and okay. so I guess it's really trying to think about those material qualities. Well seawater and dust appears part of this program in the film festival called Place Unmaking which has got a rather interesting selection of, of artists, um, some who will be familiar to us and, and others not so. But what does this title mean for you, Place Unmaking? The term place making is something that's increasingly coming up and public policy as if there was kind of no place there beforehand somehow so I quite like the idea of putting that into a kind of critical lens and trying to understand something about place which is not always it's not always an optimistic story and I think some of these films expose a kind of raw underside of landscapes so rather than that kind of heroic landscape tradition. Okay, and one other thing you mention is that there aren't just artists who are documenting, they're fictionalising or they're constructing imaginative, what you call post-natural landscapes. I was quite interested in that term that you've used there, post-natural, as to, to what you mean by that. So the first question, one of the, one of the films that I'd consider an imaginative reconstruction is Richard von Stumer's film, The Open Broken. Oh, I was going to ask is, about that, yes. Yeah, so that, that's kind of a, 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 a post-apocalyptic world, really, where suddenly we're now living without energy and without a fully constructed functional society as we know it now. And so it is an imaginative projection into that future scenario. Post-nature, I think I'm, I'm referring there to this idea that you're kind of throwing the idea of nature into question and suggesting that nature has always been a kind of construction, a kind of trope that culture has been opposed to, but in fact really we should be thinking about it as one and the same. There's some brand spanking new works in this program and one that piqued my interest was Alex Monteith's work. I think it's called Cascade Cove in the Shadow of 150,000 Bones. I understand there's a bit of an interesting backstory with that work. Yes, I'd have to let Alex tell you the, the full story, but she went on a really interesting expedition to the place where a 1970s archaeologist investigated a lot of the caves in Dusky Sound area and found a whole lot of bones which have been taken to South Island museums. So this film is the beautiful Dusky Sounds but all the places she is visiting are these, these sites of the pillage of bones. So the film explores that and there's a, a kind of escalation over the course of the film as the beautiful smooth waters of Dusky Sound become ravaged by an impending storm. There's some artists' work here that people may be more familiar with at the moment in our local art world. There was one name that was new to me, a younger artist, Tim Danko. Yeah, Tim Danko's working across media, so in video and sound and in this kind of almost miniature sculptural landscapes. And his work here in Park Ray is exploration of the suburbs around where he lives. It's quite a simple work. He follows the shaft of brilliant purple light through an effect on the lens. 
that's quite a short piece. There's a couple of short pieces also by um, Lane Wairia as well to contrast with some of the longer pieces. And, and what's Lane's work about? I understand Lane's a, a lawyer as well as an artist. <laughs> that's right, yeah. She's interested in that boundary between legal and illegal activity and slightly pushing the boundaries around trespass and public space and particularly bicultural issues around property. Well, fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. That's Place I'm Making coming up at the New Zealand International Film Festival. Um, Janine Randerson, thank you and good luck with your own work as well. Great. Thank you very much, Mark. Thanks for joining us here on CircuitCast. And CircuitCast was brought to you by circuit.org.nz with the assistance of Bling from Creative New Zealand and with music from Talaltalon. Place on Making screens in Auckland on the 21st and 22nd of July and in Wellington on the 26th and 28th of July. See your film festival guide for details.